Welcome to the monthly recap where I share highlights from each episode recorded over the last month. I understand not everyone will listen to every episode, and that's not the goal. But one goal is to share the information in as many useful and easy to find ways as possible. Then if you hear something in the recap that sparks your interest, you can dive into the episode you like and hear a lot more about the job role. For each interview, there is an associated webpage on jobguppy.com that gives an overview from the interview. Education requirements are listed, career ladders and job search examples are shown, named college programs and trade certification programs are referenced, and income and salary research is provided. Now with all the introductions out of the way, let's move on. If an executive chef, accounting manager, and a Salesforce consultant all sit down together for a cup of coffee and share career advice, what would that sound like? Well, you don't have to wonder because I sat down with each of them to hear what they had to say, and I can tell you what they have in common and what is so very different between each of them. It is obvious that all three of these individuals interviewed are very passionate about their careers, and it comes through as they walk me through their job descriptions and share their career journeys. I'd love to hear back from some of you about what you're getting from these interviews or want to hear more about. Follow Job Guppy on multiple social media platforms and share your thoughts with me there or email me at info at Now for a summary from each of our guests this month and the career advice they had to share. Nick Rogers is a resident chef, also sometimes called an executive chef. Chef Nick started college without really knowing what he wanted to do and picked business just because. But then he found his passion by picking up a random job as a dishwasher in a restaurant simply because it was an easy job to find where he could earn money while he was in school. What he found was that he fell in love with the family-like atmosphere and the energy level just resonated with him. In his own words, he said, There was just this energy. If, if you came in and you walk in the door and you hear laughing, you hear shouting, you also hear things dropping and banging, there's, there's this all completely different aspect. Once the bug bit, he changed his major from business to hotel and restaurant management, and then he kept asking his peers and more senior co-workers for more work. Eventually, this attitude, combined with passion, opened more doors for him, and as a result, his career has spanned across the hotel restaurant industry, fine dining, to his current position teaching cooking classes at Sir La Table with the title Resident Chef. This is a career field where you don't necessarily need a college degree to be involved. Chef Nick shares his thoughts on this topic as well. In his opinion, whether you have a degree or not, how successful you become in this career field is more up to you than any degree. We also had the good fortune to have someone from the audience join us in Arcadia, who is currently a culinary student, join the interview and ask some questions of her own. Chef Nick talks about the things you don't see in all the movies. He points out the fun stuff, but he also shares the things you should seriously consider about this job role, like when most people are wanting a break from work is when he is working the hardest. But he shares how he adapts his lifestyle and family activities to this kind of schedule to keep a work-life balance he enjoys. Chef Nick's advice is to always be asking, what more can you do? And not just asking yourself, but asking your manager and coworkers. This attitude can get you noticed and open opportunities when your company is looking for someone who they know is willing to step up. Also, pay it forward. Do something for the person showing up on the next shift. That can go a long way with others. And look for places to work where they're willing to teach you. Some places and people do a better job at this than others. Maybe ask questions in the interview or ask around if you know other people already working there or working at other companies who may have some insight. Next is Eddie Gloria, who is an accounting manager. Eddie graduated with a degree in business administration and accounting. 
This is a job role where you will not only need a college degree, but you will most likely need post-college credentials in the way of earning your CPA. Links to some CPA programs are in the show notes. Eddie started college as a biology major and after a few classes, just could not see himself in that area as a long-term career. He'd always been interested in business, so he switched majors to business administration. I'll read an excerpt from the interview here so you can hear in his own words how he discovered his passion. He said, So when switching into business, there's so many different avenues that you can go into. You can go into entrepreneurship, you can go accounting, you can go finance, you can go uh, supply chains. There's really a ton of different avenues, all great you know, um, majors. But I think the most important piece for me was when I joined a business class, I didn't really know where I was going to go. So whenever you start business school, you go into somewhat uh, experimental courses. Out of all of them, accounting was the one that just made the most sense to me. Eddie shares a career ladder he has climbed to where he is today and talks about what it means to be an accounting manager. It tends to be very cyclical in nature since you are working on accounting numbers each quarter for the company or clients you may represent. Eddie gives more details about what he is doing during each part of this quarterly cycle and how other roles on his team play a part. Eddie was surprised to learn after he started working how long the workday can be in this career field. This is something to consider in your career choices if work-life balance is one of your top priorities. You will also need to be well-organized and able to tell a story from your number crunching to help the decision-makers make well-informed decisions. Eddie's career advice is the person who applies the formula of applying yourself plus asking questions plus asking for more work will most likely continue to advance in their career. To maximize your options for this career field, he recommends starting a career at one of the big four. These are mentioned in the interview and links to them are on the JobCuppy website with Eddie's interview. Also, if you decide to pursue an MBA, consider programs well-known in the industry and programs that have produced well-known alumni. He also recommends two things early in your career if you are in this industry. Number one, complete your CPA certification as soon as possible after graduating. And number two, move around between companies to gain more exposure and build experience. In his opinion, this will benefit you later in your career. Last for this month is Stephen Guzman, who is a Salesforce consultant. Even though Stephen has a degree in advertising, this is not a job role where a college degree is required. You can receive a good amount of training to learn the Salesforce ecosystem outside of college. Visit trailhead.salesforce.com to learn more about this. Stephen is also a U.S. Army veteran, and Salesforce offers some training benefits to veterans, so look into this if that applies to your situation. Stephen knew early on he was going to college mainly because his mom told him he was, but he wasn't sure what he wanted to do. Listen to his interview to hear how he finally decided on a major and then how that steered into a potential career into the IT world, but that was not to last. Steven got turned on to Salesforce, jumped into it, and now loves what he does. Now to what is Salesforce? I had that question myself and we discussed that during the interview. I give a quick who, what, why, where, and when about Salesforce in the episode's intro. I'll restate some here for a preview. What I learned is Salesforce is a software product with tools available to help manage customer connections and interactions. And it is a skill set you learn. I described it in the intro as, it's like saying you know how to use an Apple computer. You don't work for Apple, but you know how to use an Apple computer and that is a skill you leverage to do your job. And as a Salesforce consultant, you work for third-party companies or freelance as a business consultant and apply your knowledge to help clients use the Salesforce products within their company. One nice thing is that you can potentially freelance your skills outside of your primary job role to earn extra income. For example, in addition to Stephen's full-time job, 
He has also worked part-time for multiple clients and as a result just recently paid off over $114,000. Yes, I said $114,000 in student loan debt and is currently in the process of building a house. The Salesforce website is very transparent about income levels associated with the various job roles at Salesforce. Stephen described the situation in his younger years as an environment where it was hard for him to grow, and he references song lyrics about a flower growing out of the concrete. I looked this song up, and it is a song by Tupac titled, The Rose That Grew From Concrete, and it reads more like an inspirational poem than a song. Stephen felt he could associate with those lyrics, and as a result, he is big on inspiring others. So his advice is to be more than who you think you can be. Just want to encourage you, where you're at right now isn't where you're going to be in 10 years, but the choices you make right now will decide where you're at in 10 years. So if you're thinking right now, hey, I think that I want to make something of myself, and I'm kind of speaking from my background because I was I was shy, I wasn't sure what I could do. And if I can encourage young me, I just tell me to go for it. One of his favorite mottos is from his experience in the army, and that is the motto, be all you can be. Also, take yourself seriously. You matter, and the things you do today will matter tomorrow. Finally, talk to those around you for advice, insight, and ask questions like, what would they do different, or what did they do to get where they are today? That concludes our recap for this month. You can support the podcast by subscribing, leaving a review, and following us on social media. Links are in the show notes.